Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Holla Black Podcast, where we'll focus on building community through conversations and motivation. We believe that we are all brave leaders that need to be accountable to communicating knowledge. Welcome to another Holla Black Podcast episode, and thank you for taking your time to listen. Please share, like, and subscribe so that we can continue to encourage and motivate others to become better today than they were yesterday. Now, today's topic, we're going to dive right in, and it is what is communication and why does it matter? Or better yet, what does it matter? So communication, if we could just define that, if we could just agree on the definition of communication, it is imparting or exchanging of information or news. Once again, communication, the imparting or exchanging of information or news. Now, there are four different communication styles. So number one, there's passive. Number two, there's aggressive. Number three, there's passive-aggressive. And then number four, there's assertive. So let's dive in, let's define, and let's truly gain an understanding for these different styles of communication. So first up, passive communication. It's a style in which individuals have developed a pattern of avoiding expressing their opinions or feelings. Ooh, Ooh, passive. Come on. I know just when I gave that definition, a lot of people probably you thought about so many different individuals that you might know, so many different individuals that you may be um, a part of in relationships with or have past relationships with. Right. Once again, passive communication, a style in which individuals have developed a pattern of avoiding expressing their opinions or feelings. Mm hmm. It's really difficult, really difficult to communicate um, with some folks that style. But actually, you know, a lot of folks sometimes may actually uh, communicate that way in order to avoid certain situations, right? Not get too much caught up into their feelings. So that's passive communication. Aggressive communication. Aggressive communication, expressing your feelings and opinions strongly as they occur. Right. So I'm going to give a quick example that I researched and found says clients were taught the verbal characteristics of aggressive communication. Right. Shouting, yelling, demanding, commanding, blaming, being critical or being verbally abusive. There's a lot of relationships out there that, you know, have that aggressive communication. And I'm pretty sure a lot of folks are familiar with that way of communication, unfortunately, in very not so uh, appropriate situations, so to speak. Right. I don't believe that that's a building up that might be more so on the side of tearing it down, tearing folks down um, when you look at aggressive communication. And not a lot of people may choose to be around individuals often that speak aggressively in their communication. Right now, it's OK. And, you know, we can dive a little bit deeper into it when talking about aggressive being aggressive in your communication, especially when you're in an authoritative um, position, but you always have to remember what is the other person, right? What's the other person feeling or how are they receiving this type of communication or this style of communication? Thirdly, passive aggressive communication. So that's a style in which a lot of individuals or those type of individuals, I should say, appear passive on the surface, right? But are really like acting out anger in a very subtle, indirect or behind the scenes way. Now, let's think about that. 
passive-aggressive communication. Individuals appear passive on the surface, but are really acting out in anger, subtle, indirect, behind-the-scenes kind of way, right? So instead, they kind of express their anger by subtly undermining the object, the objective, uh, whether it be real or imagined, right, of their resentments. A lot of times, you know, when you're speaking in a professional manner, you don't know what type of uh, resentments or what type of areas or um, foundation or where that person grew up, how they grew up, how their thinking might be, where they may feel that if you're aggressive, right, or if you're passive aggressive, right, they may feel that you're, you're coming against them, you're a threat, you're undermining them, right, whether it be real or imagined, right? So that's something to be careful of, but then also to be aware of as well. And then fourth, we have assertive communication. So assertive communication is really when you are expressing or when a person is expressing their point of view in a way that is clear and direct while still respecting others. Once again, assertive communication, expressing your point of view in a way that is clear and direct while still respecting others. Now, that's the way, that's the way that as a professional speaker, that's kind of where you need to be, right? You very much so need to be assertive to your sharing of communication, but you also need to make sure that you're minimizing, right, any conflict. You're controlling the anger that may build up, whether it be a client, whether it be a coworker, whether it be a personal a relationship. It might be your mate. It may be a child, whatever it is, right? You should be trying or attempting to minimize, minimize conflict and control anger. Once again, that's assertive communication, right? So when, when I think about communicating, when I think about these different um, ways, these different styles of communication, I think about being interested over interesting, right? When I'm clear and direct, when I'm respecting others, I'm showing them that I have an interest in what they're saying, right? So if I'm in a conversation, right, and we're just, you know, kind of sharing the uh, different backgrounds or the different ways that we've grown up or the different things that uh, opinions that we may have, right, I should show assertiveness, right, and communicating in a in a way that I am allowing it to minimize conflict, right? Control anger, show respect, but still be very clear, very direct, listening, right? Listening comes to mind there. So being interesting, a lot of times it comes off as I'm showing, I'm, 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 I'm being aggressive with my communication, right? I'm strongly with my, with what I'm saying. I am either real or imagined, right? Go back to passive aggressive communication. So you either have a real or imagined way that the people around you may be viewing whatever you're saying, whatever the topic of discussion is, whatever we're talking about, right? So now it's almost like, hey, let me boast up. Let me pump my chest. Let me show them that I know what I'm talking about. Well, sometimes it actually benefits you to just be quiet, to, to just listen, to show interest that will allow for individuals to not only see that you care, but also want to share more, 
right? Want to share more. We should be individuals that are speaking life into each other, communicating hope to others. I think about the presidency that, you know, won just a few ago, that their whole stance, their whole foundation was on hope, right? They communicated hope to the large masses in which the masses understood and agreed with that, which is why that individual won Barack Obama. That's who I'm talking about right there. But, you know, we should we should be that even in our own lives. Right. Personally or professionally, professionally, we shouldn't put down each other or our subordinates or the people that we work next to. Right. We should communicate hope. We should communicate an outlook that that pushes people towards becoming better pushes people towards, you know, having a better understanding, having a better uh, uh, coming into agreement, so to speak, so that we can communicate and we can work together for the good to be better than we were yesterday, whether it's a percentage better or a number better, whatever it is, whatever you might be thinking of. But then also when you're communicating hope, I know and I surely hope that you would be communicating positive hope to your children in your relationships to your significant other, you should be communicating how they can be better, how they have what it takes, how they can do a lot of things that um, they may not even see in themselves. Sometimes the outside looking in is so much clearer than the person that's in the situation. So that's just a way, or those are just some uh, forms in which we should use these communicative styles to our benefit, right? I just want to share really quickly, like just thinking about, you know, communication and, you know, how negatively it could it could be, but then how we need to recognize that negative and see it because I know it's been done in the past. I mean, I can even, I'll even give my personal experience, but we need to make sure that it's coming forth and building people up versus tearing them down. So sometimes communication can come, as I said, in the form of, you know, either building up or tearing down, right? Right? Sometimes intentional, other times unintentional, like negative ways, right? So when I think about the negative ways, just a few intentional would be bullying. You know, um, there are friends, family members that bully each other. Don't he? I mean, some people realize it because they want the advantage, right? They want the upper hand. They want that person to feel bad or they actually don't care about the other person. So those are intentional areas, right? Just, you know, very emotional and feeling like they're building themselves up by hurting another. Those are intentional ways that folks could tear other people down by communication. And a few examples of unintentional ways just might be a person of authority. You don't intend to tear a person down or, you know, to speak negatively to them, but you're a person of authority. You're the boss. You're the teacher. You're the parent, right? And you feel as if you have the authority or the position to uh, communicate in a certain way that allow that to, in your eyes, 
that person will gain understanding. But to them, if you don't know their way of receiving it, then you don't know what they're up against. Another unintentional way would be a person just attempting to get their thought out, right? If you talk about being aggressive, right? I'm communicating aggressively. I'm expressing my feelings or opinions strongly as they occur, right? This is, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to hurt any feelings and I'm communicating, but I might be very negative. I may not be as positive towards that individual that's listening in or that I'm in a conversation with, which could very well make them turn you off. Another unintentional example could be a person wanting to show that they're knowledgeable, right, of a thing. So they're talking, they're talking, they're talking, and they're sharing all of their knowledge, like I said before, or communicating and being interesting over interested. And now it takes that conversation from being received to that conversation now being pretty negative or not as uh, well thought through, so to speak. So you, you, you definitely got to think about some of the things that uh, are relevant, whether it be intentional, unintentional, positive, negative. How are you speaking? How are you communicating? Um, I, I even go into the thought of, have you ever seen or experienced a situation where someone has put another person down, right? Or discouraged them from doing something that might just be a natural thing. I'm a very, very enthusiastic person. I speak all the time and a lot of, uh, oftentimes I get hired for jobs just because of that energy. But when I'm told to tone it down or put it down in my mind, it takes me back to a personal story that I'm going to share in just a quick second. But I'm pretty sure personally, you guys have probably heard, you know, um, some other forms of communication that might have meant to be positive or meant for correction, but actually was very negative, right? So let's talk about it. Let's talk about that real quick. So have you ever heard someone say, be quiet, speak when spoken to, no one cares what you think, you talk too much, be seen, not heard. The list goes on and on and on and on and on and on. I mean, and just to dive into that personal story, I remember being in school and hearing many, many, many of those, right? Things now, when I look back, have made me so uncomfortable to speak, especially expressing my thoughts or concern. I continuously second guess. How many other people are out there second guessing what they're thinking, what they would like to share, what they would like to, you know, say because of past experience? I even had a teacher. This is funny. Quick story. I had a teacher make a donation to the school, right? To As I, I was a senior, a couple other um, friends of mine, to have myself and a few other quote-unquote talkers, right? Walk around the school chanting, we talk too much and we never shut up. Think about that. A teacher, nothing negative against her. I mean, she was doing the very best she could with what she had, made a donation to the school, bought us for like a little school auction or whatever, and had us walk around talking about we talk too much and never shut up. Now, I do believe that you know, this person didn't mean any harm or any negative, but I also do believe that I kind of have the last laugh 
so to speak, because now that's my profession. I speak for a living, right? So I wonder how many others, though, that were watching were negatively effective, and it kept them from speaking up or using their voice without thought of being ridiculed or, you know, um, or being chastised or told that they were speaking too much or out of line, right? So, I mean, just look at it, right? Think about it. What was the outcome? Was it positive? Was it negative, right? We should champion those being courageous to speak up. Guide them. If they're talking a little bit too much or it's not the right time, help them understand that there's a proper place, a proper time, right? Which style might be best to use and when? I've always reserved to the thought, been reserved to the thought of, well, no one cares what I have to say or what I think doesn't matter to everyone. It's just me, right? It's, it's just me that thought. I remember even saying and, you know, kind of hearing this saying that was going, uh, no question was a stupid question. I remember hearing that. I remember hearing people say that, you know, often, often, often growing up, being in school, no question is a stupid question. Raise your hand if you have a question. But I'm going to be honest with you. Whenever it seemed like someone asked a question that was kind of known by everyone else, whether it be the cool kids or, you know, um, the smart kids, whatever you want to call it, right? When a person asked that question, it almost seemed like it made them feel stupid if the group laughed or, you know, um, and I truly believe that if you're asking a question in an educational area, especially, um, the reason we're all here is to learn, right? Like, like that's, that's the correct thing. That's the purposeful thing. That's what we're here to do. So if you don't ask question, then it's almost interpretive that, you know, you're, you're, you're clear of the information, but if you're not, then is it really helping you, right? The most important thing is that we get understanding, correct? Don't we get understanding through knowing? And when we know how we communicate and understand, others communicate, whether it, again, be passively, aggressively, passive-aggressively, or assertive with communication, we then know how to handle. We then have better information. So as I gave the different definitions um, of passive-aggressive, passive-aggressive, or assertive with communication, right? Think through those. Think through those and, you know, just really have a good understanding to what uh, person or situation, how they should be handled uh, and handle them appropriately. So I, w- I want to give you an action item. I want to give you an action item. I want to give you a question, right? Ask yourself, how does it make you feel and others feel when communication is done through each of these four different styles and which is the most effective? And in what situations, right? So just ask yourself that question. As you're going through the week, as you're thinking through, as you're running into people or you're having conversations, ask yourself, you know, am I speaking passively? Am I communicating aggressively? Uh, Is that person communicating passive aggressively, right? And am I being assertive with my communication? Those four different styles. Put yourself in the other person's shoes. That's what I like to, I like to always, you know, kind of think through that. And I've learned that over time is to really just put myself in the other person's shoes, right? So whether it's personal or professional, you know, we should all be focused on communicating as brave leaders. So we should all be, let's all be, let's all decide to be brave leaders that are accountable and communicate effectively, 
effectively. So as we sum up this episode, as we continue the discussion of being communicative, right? We focus on keeping our mind clear, right? Being interested over interesting and just thinking about the standards that are set, the people that have set the standards before us and focus on being the very best that we could be. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this time that was spent sharing on how you too can communicate better. Things that you can control, how to be interested over interesting. We here with the Hollaback Podcast have a desire to build community and mindset through conversation and results. Please, once again, share, like, and subscribe to this podcast to family, friends, coworkers, mentees, or mentors. And join us weekly as we continue to be brave, share leadership that is accountable to communicating knowledge to the world, one episode in action at a time. We aspire to inspire and remember, it's all about more than me. So as we conclude, Holla Black, thank you for joining us. And remember to be better today than you were yesterday. Holla Black.